Week 5, Day 1, A Fresh Vision of the Messiah I'm Annie Wilson and I am our Elementary Ministry Director and today we'll be diving into Psalm chapter 72. May he defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. May he crush the oppressor. May he endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon through all generations. Last week, we wrestled with book two. We saw how the trajectory of restoration goes through a fresh vision of the Messiah and a return of the law of the Lord. We saw how a posture of praise leads to sacrifice. Finally, we went on another emotional roller coaster alongside King David as he wrestled with his worst moments. By the time you come to the end of book two, you might be exhausted of all the ups and downs. Either it sounds so repetitive or you just want to see a solution. If that is you today, I'd like to welcome you to the last psalm of book two, Psalm 72. It is an incredibly unique psalm that begins to turn the tide as we head into book three this week. Since week one of the series, we've been anticipating the Anointed One, the Christ, the Messiah, who would come to restore Israel and bring justice to the nations. We also know that this everlasting king was not going to actually be David himself, but an offspring from his lineage. From the moment God promises this son of David in scripture, the Old Testament authors follow the line of David in search for this coming Messiah. Up to this point, we've been hearing from David quite a bit. However, Psalm 72 is one of two Psalms in the entire collection that is written of Solomon, a son of David, who would eventually become Israel's anointed king right after David. In Psalm 72, we not only get the opportunity to hear from Solomon's heart, but we finally get a fresh vision of the Messiah, the ideal king. When reading through this Psalm in particular, we have to keep two audiences in mind. First, this was probably written in a specific historical moment, either by David about Solomon or by Solomon himself. Second, we as readers already know the Israelites ended up in exile. We have seen how David, Solomon, and the generations of kings that followed fell short of this ideal vision. So Psalm 72 also foreshadows the coming Messiah for us and the Israelites facing exile. Solomon didn't know what it would look like, but he wrote knowing that a future son of David was coming to reign on the throne in an everlasting kingdom. There is something so promising and hopeful about the king described in this chapter. For example, we read that the anointed one will defend the afflicted, save the children of the needy. The poor, needy, and afflicted rest under the wing of the coming Messiah. The reality of the hope we have in Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is that the ultimate oppressor has been crushed. Satan was defeated, and today we can live in light of that glorious truth. Jesus Christ paid the ultimate price and became this deliverer and vindicator we see in Psalm 72. Verses 5 to 11 point to the duration and expanse of the Messiah's reign that is to come. He will endure as long as the sun, he will rule from sea to sea. The anointed son of David's reign will have no end, but rather bring perpetual peace, which is truly hard to even begin to imagine. But how amazing is this truth? Think about it. We live in a world where discord abounds as hate and mistrust seem to grow daily among people and nations. The peace that is coming goes far beyond anything we have ever experienced here on earth, and it will never end. How amazing and exciting is the hope that we hold in the Messiah. 
Long may he live, may grain abound throughout the land, may crops flourish, may his name endure forever. This is a prayer for more than just the line of David to rule here on earth. This is a hopeful prayer for all the blessings that are to come through the reign of the promised Messiah. In the storyline of the Bible, the Israelites are in desperate need of this restoration. For us, we can rejoice knowing that Jesus Christ came to die for us and defeat death itself. He was slain, but he is resurrected and returned to life. Now we share in that life and we await his final return to reign over a completely renewed earth. Praise Messiah Jesus. I get so excited as I look at this chapter and I hope you do as well. We have the amazing privilege of understanding that as a prayer, Solomon is talking about far more than just future earthly kings, but truly pointing to the promised descendant of David who we know as our savior, Jesus Christ. Let that fill you with hope. No matter what season you find yourself in, Jesus reigns. Not only does Jesus reign today, but when Jesus returns as promised, his rule will perfectly reflect this passage. His rule will be one of the blessings that extend to all realms for all time, knowing no end. The truth is we face hardships in this life. Maybe you're feeling some of the weight of these realities today. But the amazing thing we can hold on to as believers is the reality that 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18 says, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18 His rule is eternal, as is our hope in Jesus Christ. Just like the Israelites, our circumstances can get overwhelming in the midst of trials. But if we shift our perspective to this hope in the Messiah, this eternal hope, it can remind us of how much we have to look forward to in Christ. Praise be to the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does marvelous deeds. Praise be to his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. A reason to rejoice. Take some time wherever you are listening to this and give praise to God for today, for all he has done, for all he will do with grateful hearts.